You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. We are going to talk about something that everybody at some point in time uh, has experienced or will experience, which is like one of these big blowout Armageddon-type fights. Um, and we're going to discuss today about how you can prevent your fight from turning into Armageddon. Um, you know, some, some, some fights are noisy. Uh, some people fight and deliver the cold shoulder. Um, some people will withdraw and pout. And often when you've had a fight with your spouse, uh, particularly a really bad fight, um, sometimes it might even feel like the marriage is over or, uh, you kind of wonder what the heck it was that you did in the first place that had it escalate to the point that it has. Um, and the next fight after that seems to kind of carry that momentum and be worse. And the following one is worse beyond that. Um, and all of a sudden you get all these crazy thoughts in your head about what the heck am I doing in this relationship? Um, you know, this, like I said, this is, you know, people have fights. How can, uh, to get things going here, how can we prevent um, fights to go down this dangerous path? Well, and you, you laid it out really beautifully, Steve, which is it isn't the, the, the fight in and of itself that's so much the problem. It's the fact that it escalates and this fight carries over to the next, the next, and the next. And what happens is that then we, we generalize. In other words, Instead of taking each fight as its own little entity, we start seeing our, our marriage as just a giant battlefield, and it, and it feels awful, and we get gunshot, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the least little disagreement, you're thinking, uh-oh, here it comes, and you get sort of armed and ready for it and defensive, and sure enough, before you know it, you're in another fight. Okay. So the best way to deal with, with it so that, so that you don't go like that is to get specific. And, and when you say get specific, what does that exactly mean? Well, it means to take the fights one by one. And you can, you know, if you've had a, this going on in your marriage, the best thing to do is stop right now and try to think back, what was fight number one about? I mean, what was the issue? Because what's unfortunate, Steve, is that more often than not, the real issue has very little to do with what happened during the fight. So, for example... What you fight about is how he went and spent too much on entertainment or video games or something like that, or he, you know, railed about how, how she had to buy those shoes, you know? Mm -hmm. Can't she just go to Payless like everybody else sort of thing? But really what the issue was is that there wasn't enough money in the family account to pay the utility bill. That's mm. really what the problem was. Our tendency, though, is to sort of, you know, blow out, if you will, from that issue and go straight to you're bad, I'm good. <laughs> okay. You're awful, I'm wonderful. Whatever 
you know, brand of awful or bad <laughs> you want to stick on your mate that particular moment. But that's unfortunately where we go. So are you saying then um, don't discuss – uh, or, or keep the focus not on you purchased the shoes or video game, but more that we don't have enough money for that purchase? Or are you saying uh, keep it to the topic of we don't have enough money, not and you don't clean the house and you don't do all these exactly. other things? Exactly. Okay. Keep the focus on the utility bill. Got it. Because that's really what triggered you. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that's – Often the easiest way to get at what really is the problem is what triggered the fight, mm. you see? And that's usually where you, you, you've got the problem. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you keep having fights over the same darn thing, Yep. sort of in, in, in other clothing, if you will. You know, so you'll, there'll be a check bounce. And instead of having the fight about, or not the fight even, instead of looking at okay, we have to come up with some system so we don't bounce checks and pay all those awful bank fees. You go right back into, well, if you hadn't spent this, or he'll, you know, he'll like, well, if you hadn't spent that, and we're back in the same darn fight. Mm-hmm. And you know how you know it, Steve? <laughs> Often when you ask people, well, what were you fighting about? They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I find it absolutely. Do you get that a lot in your practice where people... Yeah. Would just say, I, you know, now that I'm sitting on the couch, I have no idea what the problem was. Right. I just know it was awful, and we were, we were at each other for days, and, and, you know, we went to bed mad and all those bad things. <laughs> but you say, well, so, okay, what were you fighting about? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not funny, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. So, you know, basically what you want is the, the reason that, that what could be a manageable problem turns into fights that look like Armageddon and, and you're going, you're yelling, I want a divorce, is because we don't stop and address the issue that's at the bottom of it, mostly because we're so irate and angry that we let that emotion carry us into the fight. Okay. That's why we forget the issue. And and I can kind of see maybe an, another helpful tip coming around the corner. What what else can we do to prevent the Armageddon fights? Well, there's a fancy psychological term that we like to use to you know confuse everybody. It's called don't catastrophize. What it really means is don't make a catastrophe out of your fight. Yes, it sounds awful. <laughs> no, it's not the end of the world. Uh, an, another easy way of thinking of it is don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Uh huh. Now. The problem is, is that the, pro- that, that the issue itself may be a molehill, meaning, okay, if we, didn't, if we didn't have enough in the account to pay the utility bill, maybe it was because this month we had a car emergency or we haven't revised our budget since the pay cut or, or whatever, okay? Sure. But instead, we let that anger carry us out. And when you're angry or upset or distressed, any big emotion, Steve, mm-hmm. your brain... Now, this is physiological. This is actually how the brain works. Parts of your brain shut down. Okay. It's absolutely fascinating. If you look at an MRI or a PET scan of somebody who is very angry, you can see that the blood has stopped flowing to certain very important parts of their brain. You look at somebody who's in a peaceful state, and I don't mean peaceful like in your meditating, just normal calm. Sure. And the blood is flowing to pretty much all the areas of their brain like it's so you literally, it isn't like, you know, anecdotal, like, well, you can't think when you're mad. It's yeah. true. You can't think 
when you're in the grip of a strong emotion. You literally so, can't think. You literally can't think. The blood is not going to your brain uh-huh. <laughs> where it needs to go. And, and you, you know, probably shouldn't point that out in the heat of the moment either, right? Oh, no. <laughs> the heat of the moment is a great time to say I need a timeout. Yeah. Really. I mean, timeouts are one of the best inventions ever. <laughs> in anything, <laughs> you know, for children, for us, for sport, I don't care what, sign out. It's <laughs> great. It, it's an opportunity to chill mm-hmm. and to let your whole system, your mental system, your biological system, your whole system just calm down enough so you can think. You, you know, it's funny. There's a, I'm sure you've said this to, to a friend at some point. I certainly have. It. Somebody gets really, really angry or very upset and they're crying a lot and you go, you know, you really shouldn't drive. You're right. That part of their brain can't function. Mm -hmm. So we know this. We just know this. Anyway, we don't always apply it is the problem. Yeah. (laughs) So what you want to do to to get back to a point of, okay, so now what do you do, is look upon the fight as an opportunity to learn how to deal with your differences better. Okay. It's not an opportunity to blow up at the other person, as lovely as that feels. What you want to do is try to learn how to communicate better what you want and need. And often a good place to start is with how you feel about it. And I don't mean the anger part. I mean the issue part. So it's like, I'm worried about our finances. We don't seem to manage our money so that we can take care of all our our obligations. It's a we statement, but first it's an I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm whatever. And then it's a we statement. It's, it's, It's the implicit contract in a marriage is there is now a we that's going to work this out, whatever it is. Okay. It's not me yelling at you, you yelling at me. It's a we. Yeah, okay. And, you know, heaven forfend, what if the fight involves hitting or, or throwing things? What should be the proper steps um, in that scenario? The very first step, and, and, you know, I have a lot to say about this, not necessarily today, Steve, but because um, in, in one of my books, Dangerous Relationships, is all about preventing domestic violence, right? Uh-huh. So... If there is a, a hit or a nudge or a push or there is a throwing, you know, an object is thrown, the first thing to do is get yourself out of the line of fire. First thing to do is to say, I need a timeout and just walk out and close the door and go someplace safe. Mm-hmm. Because these things are not done when people, people don't hit and throw when they're calm. Yeah. People hit and throw when they're so upset that they just don't see within themselves any other alternative. It's not that conscious, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's what's going on. So you need to get yourself out of, out of danger right away, first thing. Then, when everybody's calm again, which may take a while, by the way, you may have to go home, you know, to your sister, your mother, your brother, whoever, and chill. But when everybody's calm is to sit down with the person and say, in no uncertain terms, that is not acceptable. Period. That is not acceptable. Now, there will generally at this stage be apologies and all sorts of things like that. But the, the thing to make very, very clear to your partner is this is not acceptable. If it ever happens again, or even I sense it coming on again, we are going straight to counseling. Mm-hmm. I mean straight to counseling. Because the big mistake that people make when there's been a hit or a, or a shove or, an, or a push or an object thrown is to think, oh, it, it, he or she was so out of their mind, they would ne- that would never happen again. Look uh-huh. at how they're apologizing. And that may be so. It may never happen again. But you want to put in place what what the consequences are going to be now the next step right away now if 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 you are struck i mean do you even wait for the the potential of a second time or do you just say it depends in other words 
if it's, if it's something that feels fairly innocuous, mm-hmm. in other words, if it's, if it's, if it's kind of a, um, you know, a woman will slap a man. Yeah. And sometimes that is really not going to be the beginning of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. It is uncalled for, it is unacceptable, and it cannot happen again. Uh-huh. There's a difference between a punch, slap, and a, a, a small push. Now, I'm being very delicate here because really any kind of violence, any kind of violence should be immediate counseling. Mm-hmm. But most people will not go there. Yeah. And so I, it's like you've got to give a little bit of wiggle room, but I'm talking so little. Yeah. And the other thing is if you have any, any fear, even a slight fear that it might happen again, then go straight to counseling. I was just about to say, I, I would assume the, the actual fear factor in this scenario plays a big role. Huge role. And that is where women especially tend to discount the level of their fear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if there's any fear in there, I don't care if it's on the man's side or on the woman's side, if there's any fear in there, it's straight to counseling. Even if the partner is going, oh, never again, blah, 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 all the apologies and everything. If, you, however, for instance, what happens sometimes with a woman slapping a man is the guy will not feel afraid. Mm-hmm. And he certainly needs to say that's unacceptable and, better, and it cannot happen again. But if he feels no fear whatsoever, it's okay to sort of hang mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. But any, and for a woman, usually the fear is right away. Okay. Right away. And don't discount it. Don't ever, ever, ever discount your feelings. Okay. So, so if this is a scenario, uh, address the issue. Don't let it go. If, if you f- no. feel it coming on again or if you feel like it was taken to a level that you're not comfortable with, immediately seek counseling. And, and even if you're just uncomfortable, mm-hmm. just not, even that it, not even uncomfortable if you're taken to a, a worse level, but just uncomfortable like you can't relax now around your partner. Mm, that's a good point. Go to counseling. In other words, don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah, you don't want to live in that state of uncomfortable well, Absolutely not. And what we have found in, in the prevention of domestic violence is if issues are addressed straight on immediately, then there is a good chance that it can be resolved. But if they are let, you know, to go on, the chances get worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would be very unfortunate. But to get back to, to, if you will, what we're talking about, Steve, is usually fights that don't go down that road. Yeah. That don't go down that road. And I think those are the ones that are where we don't necessarily always have the awareness of what can you do? Mm-hmm. What can you do? You can be specific, which is really important. You can think to the issue and not your heatedness over what a jerk he was or what a fool he was. <laughs> not go there. Okay. And, and so, yeah, so to kind of reiterate, uh, be very specific um, remember that when you're really upset, your brain shuts off and you can't think. So, uh, it's better to just take a time out and come address the issue again at a later date. And make it a we, you're, you're a partnership here. This is a we, you yeah. know, I'm worried about this and, and it seems we aren't, aren't dealing with it real well. Yeah. Yeah. Shared responsibility is always much easier for people to deal with than being blamed for something. And there was that study that came out that said when you refer to yourself as a couple, as we, as opposed to I or me, that those couples are generally happier. So yes. there you go. They're doing what couples are supposed to do. That's right. The we. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Well, Noel, um, this uh, podcast has been once again extremely informative, um, and you know, kind of went up and down in terms of the level of uh, seriousness. Um, because at the end, that was some really serious stuff, but um, I think very important nonetheless. And uh, you know, maybe at a later date, we'll we'll tackle that issue of getting more in depth with the domestic violence aspect of of this um but again thank you so much for your time thank you steve it's always a joy and uh i want to remind everyone you are listening to dr noelle nelson who is a relationship expert popular speaker in the u.s and abroad and is also the author of nine best-selling books her most recent are your man is wonderful and as mentioned in the podcast dangerous relationships Uh, Dr. Nelson focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love at home and at work as we appreciate ourselves and the world and all others. Uh, For more information, visit... uh, I don't want to screw this one up, Noelle. Which which address should I? Dr. Noelle Nelson. Nelson.com, as well as Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, She also blogs there. And you can find her on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. And you can find me on Twitter there as well at Hitched Media. And before we go, Noelle, I want to mention that we have just launched um, our brand spanking new directory. it is the is I've done a tremendous amount of research on this, and as far as I know, it is the first of its kind for what it is, as well as obviously the most comprehensive. Um, this is a directory that is geo-targeted, so you punch in your city, state, zip code, any of those, and you will get results uh, specifically for where you are searching, and. Because we are hitched and because we do all things marriage, we have actually narrowed the search queries to the things that would um, the things that are important to a marriage. Uh, so we have marriage therapists, um, family therapy, and, and Noel is uh, featured in there. Um, but we also have things like restaurants and florists, and so if you ever are thinking you need something or if you're searching for something within your marriage, uh, we are extremely excited that we now have this new resource for you. Uh, So please check it out. Uh, You'll see the search box on our homepage. You'll see the the link on our homepage. And uh, as time goes on, we'll uh, begin promoting it throughout the other sections of the website. And you'll also find uh, feature listings uh, appearing in the articles as well. So Uh, please be sure to check that out and I hope you guys enjoy we put a a lot of time and effort into this and we're really uh, happy and proud of it so uh, that is going to do it Noel thank you one last time thank you okay take care everybody I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.